I'm not funny. Um, <laughs> look, it's it's a cheesy, it's a cheesy night. There's three there's three little goblins sitting in a very small room that smells of feet, and <laughs> we're cutting this. And um, yeah, uh, Bo, take it away. We're we're introducing ourselves today with um, Tinder or Hinge bios. No, our uh, copyright intended uh, for those names. They're trademarked, I think. Anyway, Bo, what is your Hinge or Tinder bio? Give us give us a little recce on that one. Uh. An unbelievably good introduction by Lily. (laughs) (laughs) I I have to edit none of that. Yeah, that will be unedited. (laughs) It's going up raw. (laughs) It will be. Have to get all the syllables to actually. Hello, I'm Lily. So introduce yourself. Um. So I've just got the two, the two things off my hinge. Just got the two questions. Just the two. I really, as a side note, I really don't like the fucking pre-made questions on <laughs> Hinge. They're so bland. They're so nothing. Give they me are. something hard. I but can't anyway. ever do a serious answer on any of them. I showed, sorry to interrupt, oh, Bo, okay. but like I once, <laughs> I, I have a friend who said like, oh, I can actually analyze your Hinge profile. And so I was like, great. I can't wait to hear how shit my profile is. And she looked at it and she said, all of your answers are jokes. And I went, yeah, that's pretty funny, right? And she was like, it makes you seem like a joke as a person. And I was very hurt. I thought they were very funny. With that... Yeah, no, to be fair, I've got two jokes and a serious answer. I'm only going to read the jokes because... I'm not a serious person. I'm a joke as a person. <laughs> the one that Sirius has put there is a decoy. Exactly. <laughs> people into, into matching with me on edge. Um, all I ask is that you entertain my conversations about ghosts and cryptids. Unbelievably uh, on brand for this podcast. Very much so, yeah. Uh, and I won't shut up about eating the rich. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree with that. Knife and fork, yummy yum. If anyone's wondering, the one that gets the most bites is eating the rich. No one cares about cryptids. And if they do match on that one, they ask what's a cryptid. Which you can Google. I'm not opposed to people not Googling and then asking me because it's a good conversation starter. But then when I do tell them, no one ever cares. Aren't you just dying to mansplain cryptids though to some random... Girl or just guy. When, I, when I'm like, oh, it's, a, it's a, a creature that might not exist, you know? And then immediately they go, oh, I don't care about you or cryptids. Uh, fuck you. Bye. I think that's really weird to, in this 21st century of our Lord and Saviour, <laughs> Beezlebub, whatever the fuck. Um, don't, don't print that. Don't print that. Um, to not know what a cryptid is, that's actually really fucked. Like, that's actually, I, like, that means you're cute stupid, right? It's actually totally normal. <laughs> and to know and care about cryptids is the dumb, stupid thing. I guess I it's just because I'm gay. That's why I care about cryptids. Because for many years, I was a cryptid. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you I want to be. You ever been a fucking little gay girl in an all-gay girl's school? I mean, not no. A gay girl that. in an all-girls school. That's a cryptid. Have you ever been that, Bo? Have I ever been an all-gay girl in an all-gay girls school? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> Please don't print that. that laugh of mine. That was disgusting. <laughs> um... To finish off my introduction, because this is still technically my introduction. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so uh, sorry. I'm the one with the Slavic-looking eyes on the left. Charlie, take it away. <laughs> Can you please tell people about how uh, we have the same hairstyle, we're born oh. in the same year, we're little rats, and that we just have a general lust for life oh. that no one else seems to have? <laughs> we do just love life, don't we, Lily? 
That's the I'm one the, thing. I'm the aged one in this group. <laughs> <laughs> Bo's the gra- grandpa Bo. No, 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 don't, don't dox yourself, Bo. You're young as spry as a little yeah, 15 sorry, year I'm, old. Yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm seven. You're a little bab, you're a little bab. Yeah, we are all under the age of 10 in mm-hmm. this room. My hinge profile that I am definitely not four years old on. Um, I, I'll, read out, I'll read out all the questions because you know what? There's maybe one little cringe one there, but I, I like to think that's who I am as a person. Take it away. So the first question on my hinge is the biggest risk that I've taken, which I answered, is getting a mullet. On that topic, everyone, before she can interrupt me, Lily stole my mullet. She absolutely did. My mullet was first, and she saw it, and now she's trying to take credit from it, and she's trying to interrupt, but she's trying so hard. Who's is better? Who's is better? (laughs) You tell me, Lily. Who's is better? We'll let the people decide, eh? Who's editing this? (laughs) I guess my voice will be muted the whole time. Hello, I'm Lily, and I think Charlie's mullet is better. Thanks, Lily. That I really appreciate that. Nice. That's Good not day. edited either. That no. was Lily's voice. She just had a cold for a little bit there. Yeah. Um, oh my god. So my my second question, and Bo, I'm I'm astounded we haven't matched on Hinge yet because my second question on Hinge is I get along best with people who, and my answer is, are half moth and man. This profile is strictly for Mothman. Please only match if you are Mothman. I know I know why we haven't matched. It's because I'm all Mothman. <laughs> it's there's no halves about it. <laughs> Do you think Mothman knows how to use Hinge? Is Mothman on Hinge? I mean, he fucks regardless. He definitely does. I don't think he, he needs actually, Hinge. He actually, he fucks so much. He doesn't need Hinge to mm, try and get fucks. Just walks they just line up. <laughs> they just line up for that massive fucking butt cheek, eh? Oh, like, shit. I said a lot of A's on this. I better get cancelled pretty soon. That's horrible. That's You're very out. excited for the episode where Lily gets cancelled. <laughs> live on air. Yeah, that was actually episode zero. We already heard. Oh, yeah. All of this is going out live. A minute into episode zero, Lily got cancelled um, for some very questionable comments she made. Anyway, so my last, my last answer is together we could... And it's watch all of Louis Thoreau's Weird Weekends because there's that one episode about the UFOs. And it's absolutely brilliant. With a little throws, little hello, I'm I'm gonna watch some UFOs now. Wow, I, was that just, Louis Thoreau on you the just podcast? Edited in. <laughs> Louis so Thoreau, so yeah. <laughs> so that's me. Um, there's not much else to it. One of, if you don't mind me, just jumping back to myself for a second. One of, of my favorite because I enjoy when other people that I'm friends with get dating apps. I like to make their profile for them because um, it's easy to be detached. And do something funny. And one of my funniest ones, I think, was um, what I ordered for the table was the was the shitty hinge suggestion. And it was a, a box set of Mr. Bean and a 1992 Shiraz. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is a good order anywhere. If I was on a first date and someone got both of those, instantly I would want... I don't know if it's in a good or a bad way. I would want to know a lot more about them. Yeah. And where they came from. Imagine. You're sitting at a table. They look at the menu. Where it comes over. And they say, what will you have? And I go, oh, yeah. They look at the menu and they close it. And they say, I'll have a DVD box set of Mr. Bean and a 1992 Shiraz. I, I would look at them instantly and I'd be like, I think, do you want to go back to yours? Real <laughs> quick? Go back to anywhere? <laughs> to watch <laughs> Mr. Bean. To yeah. watch Mr. Bean, the yeah. box set. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> and drink a 1992 Shiraz. Okay, hi, I'm Lily. I haven't had Tinder in a long time, but uh, when I did, before I deleted it, because it was found by one of my brother's friends, uh... He used to say, 
I'm like a gremlin. If you get me wet, I start reproducing, which I thought was really funny. But um, <laughs> it turns out once your little brother knows it, it's not as funny. He told me I embarrassed the family uh, because I don't have Hinge or I don't have any more exciting answers for that. I'll tell you a little more about myself. Uh, my belly button piercing is infected right now. And I just got a tattoo of Tank Girl. There we go. That explains what, me. One of those two things is very fun. <laughs> but which one? We'll put out a poll to the audience and they yep. get to decide. <laughs> Vote now on your phones. <laughs> <laughs> We're all drinking non-alcoholic Canadian clubs. That was my go at a big burp and it did not work. <laughs> Don't play that back later because it's not concerned. <laughs> so before Lily can get another burp out, um, I'd love to just introduce the podcast that you're all listening to today. Thank you very much, all three of you, for tuning in. Here at Fog, also known as Friends of Ghosts, we just want to talk about different paranormal experiences that maybe us or anyone who has sent in a story has experienced. On top of that, we also just want to talk about spooky stuff in general. And that can range from anything that's cryptids, that's ghosts, that's aliens... Bo had a big smile on his face when I said cryptids. He's very happy to be talking about You're going to be able time. to hear me smile. <laughs> the creaking. <laughs> he like, hasn't smiled like... in years, everyone. So. Yeah. <laughs> Been waiting for the right moment. But this, we want, we want um, the Friends of Ghost podcast to be a nice little hub for everything spooky and that satisfies all of the spooky needs that all of you listeners have. So what we're going to do each week here at Friends of Ghosts or Fog is between the three of us, we're going to be telling a spooky story. This spooky story could be fact, it could be fiction. The other two aren't going to know what it is. But at the end of it, we have to decide, is this a story that someone actually said, this is my story and this happened to me? Or is this just complete made-up bullshit? Is this just some random creepypasta, some random Reddit story that we found, and it's just not real? It has no basis in reality. And that's not to say that these stories 100% are real. It's just, is this something, is this an experience that happened to someone? And then on top of that, we're also going to tell a creepypasta at the very end of it. Because that's fun. That's a bit of fun. And that's going to be a surprise to everyone else as well. We're going to search through, for these, for these stories, um, the host of which will be different every amount of time that we release these, <laughs> hopefully. Um, the three of us will search through the annals of the internet. The anals. <laughs> you're just you're begging it's me to edit that. Very <laughs> important that I say anal at least once every amount of time that we record. That's a requirement. If Bo doesn't say anal in one episode, whoever you know it's not me. Whoever picks it out first, you get to come on the podcast. Yep. No, no. Just they just get a free in. foot photo from Charlie. I consent to that. <laughs> if if the people guessing oh, yeah. whether or not the story is true or not, get it wrong, both of them, or just one of them gets it wrong, they have to do a shot of Slivovitz, which is a Croatian. Uh, let me oh. find Well, no, in Croatia it's called Rakia. Yeah, it's, it's Serbian. It's a Slivovitz. Slivovitz. Uh, this is Maraška. How do you pronounce that? Slivovitz. 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 Yeah, that's how my mum told me to say Shlivovic. it. So any actual Slavs can tell me that I'm a dumb cunt. Uh, it's plum brandy, and it tastes like if someone took paint thinner and added it to uh, the blood that Alien has in Alien, <laughs> and, then said, and then said, this is a real drink, have it. 
Uh, I always get one whenever I move houses, and then eventually it either gets thrown out or I, you know, depressed stupor drink it all. <laughs> yum, yummy, yummy. Anyway, yum, 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 they'll yum. have to do a shot of that shit. Uh, or if both guess it correctly as a fake story, only if it's a fake story, not if it's true. If they guess it as a fake story and that's on the storyteller, the storyteller has to do two shots. Oh, slip of it. And it's, I think, let me just check. It's, yeah, 400% alcohol. So it'll bleach your insides until they're sparkling. Clear. So as you do the shot, imagine the someone like really chucking it back. Imagine the liquid in that shot glass being totally unhindered by your throat and just burning through your spinal cord. <laughs> that sounds like a great time. So Thanks for excited. listening. Thanks for listening to Fog, sponsored by I oh, can't pronounce. Marashka Shlivovitz. That's it. That was nice. perfect. Thanks. All that right. was the most beautiful sentence. All right. Bo, how much do you believe in the supernatural? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not necessarily inclined to believe ghost stories because I think if we have any ghosts, then we've got a... We must have a super abundance of ghosts because humans have been living on this stupid planet for 100,000 million years, right? Right. So if there's ghosts anywhere, there's got to be ghosts of fucking Australopithecus or whatever. Just oversaturation of ghosts. Everywhere. Yeah. If there's any, there must be lots. Um, That being said... Maybe it's out of pure wishful thinking. I'm inclined to believe uh, cryptid stories. Cryptids are unconfirmed creatures. Uh, things like the Loch Ness, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Bunyip, Yowie, so on. Very quickly, I'm so sorry. Yep, What's please. a Bunyip? Oh, Bunyips mate, read are... up on your Australian history, eh? Oh. Bunyips are sick. <laughs> Bunyips are like... That's all I want to know. They, they're purported to live near water or near uh rivers and things and there there was this theory going around that actually they were just um like sea lions or seals i'm not sure which are more common in the southern hemisphere um but then there was a a conflicting theory that this was just a a racist thing an old white man said because it was like aboriginals wouldn't know what a seal is and it's like yeah, they probably would, eh? That was a good impression of a racist old white man. Thanks. That was a little too good, Bo. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I'm not a racist old white man. No, that would dox you. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't dox me. I'm terrified. Anyway, oh, um, I, I like cryptids for two reasons. I, I'm inclined to believe them because I think they're fun. And also, they have really interesting... Often, they have really interesting socio-political and uh, historical connotations for uh, turbulent social times like mm. it's all we'll go into it in another episode that i'm not going to do now but i like cryptids i like the idea of ghosts and the um the often when i'm watching ghost videos it's all about the like the cinematography of it mm. i'm not necessarily inclined to believe in ghosts and it's interesting because this this is a nice little segue i guess into how how much i believe in the paranormal extraterrestrial otherworldly things in that the best way I can summarize it is all I know is that I don't know. So I don't know anything. And this applies to not just paranormal stuff. This is a good sort of blanket <laughs> statement of Charlie's the perfect atheist. No... <laughs> I, just, I know nothing about anything. <laughs> and then to relate that to the paranormal, 
is I've personally, I've never had, I've only had, and um, we can, I think this will be a nice thing for all of us to talk about our experiences at some point. I've only had one one experience that I can chalk up to. Not even a paranormal experience, but just I can't explain it. I've, but it, Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I've had a ghostly experience. Yeah, a little ghost experience. A little I imagine ghost. at one point we'll talk about it, but I yeah. have. Some fun I've, in the sun with a yeah, ghost. Yeah, with a ghost, yeah. All of my cryptid experiences, I've been the cryptid. <laughs> <And that's, laughs> if you look up on Cryptopedia, <laughs> if you search Bo... Last name redacted. Nice. <laughs> I, I nearly said it. The thing, the thing about Bo is, you try and take a picture of him, and he's always blurring in the distance. It's really, it's really, it's strange, it's really isn't it? For a group pic, he's always yeah. blurry and, and in you know the distance, what? pixelated as well. I'll, it's I'll, strange. I'll say this much: it's my biggest disappointment, apart from my tiny, tiny penis, <laughs> is that I'm not. <laughs> is that I'm not blurry in real life. It's only when you take a photo of me, I become very blurry and I'm walking awkwardly. And Bye. it's strange because every single time, every time we have a photo together, I get a knock on the door and it's these men in black being like, hey, can we see the photo that you've taken? And then I try to find the photo and half of it's ripped off. It's yeah. only me in there. Cool. And then they look at that and they say, no one wants to see this. Oh. So all I know is I don't know anything. I don't know if a ghost is an entity that repeats itself in the same room over and over again. I don't know if a ghost is something that haunts a person or people within... I hope we picked up Lily's can opening there. I don't know if it's something that haunts people mm. or a setting. What I do... The, so ghosts, I have kind of a... I'm very skeptical, but I like to lean towards... I think it's a lot... I think life's a lot more enjoyable if you're very much more open to the experience of... There's some sort of energy around somewhere there's something there that i don't think will ever be explained i don't think we'll ever be able to perceive it as people who aren't quote-unquote ghosts i do believe in aliens fucking love aliens any aliens listening to this wherever you are hello i just read out my hinge answers so if any of you are interested i don't know send me a message invite me to start the conversation i'll send the first message super like me on tinder i'd love that Unless you're the alien from the movie Alien, in which case, mm. uh, I mean, hold on, please don't, don't. I mean, go to Lily. Don't limit yourself. If, I just <sighs> if the alien from Alien chose Charlie over me, I'd fucking kill him, and I love that man. So it would be very sad for everyone, but he'd have to die because he got chosen. You know what? I would, I would, I would match with the alien from Aliens just so next time we hang out, Lily, I'd be able to go. So what have you been up to? You tell me about your day. You'd ask me how mine is. I go, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, look at this, and I'd show you matched with uh, Xenomorph. I I'm on a first name basis, so I just call them Xena. There's literal almost tears in my. Oh, actually, it's going off. Whoa, there's a tear for. Okay, the, a uh -oh. tear actually formed my eye. That was too uh -oh. far. What I believe about ghosts is um. Is that goats? Do you believe in goats? I don't. I, that, that's I, their myth. I don't believe in goats. Absolutely They're fucked. not. I believe in a few goats. Those ones that walk <laughs> vertical on the mountainside for the for the salt to lick the salt. Oh, they crave fun. that mineral. They crave that mineral. <laughs> uh, shout out uh, Sixpence from Tumblr's fucked up and had a human slave. You're fucked. You got to call out, but I'm going to call you out again. Uh, die anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, old school Tumblr drama. Remember that whole website? Yeah. Anyway, um, that website was made for drama. 
Yes. Oh, we love Tumblr yes. drama here. If everyone wants to start some Tumblr drama with us. I got my first girlfriend off Tumblr. I um I won't go into that. Anyway. Um I <laughs> look, I believe that there are energies in the world. I don't believe everyone can become a ghost. This is where I do the old like Oh, gotcha on Bo because Bo believes like if there's ghosts, everyone becomes a ghost. There'll be yep. a surplus. But I believe Not you everyone. have to have a particularly strong energy. And I definitely believe that to form a – to form like a ghost, like to form a ghost like that, like people see in their houses, especially like I'm very interested in house ghosts. And I find that house ghosts usually aren't even the person being like – like uh kept as a ghost or like being like imprinted in their like death form usually it's like at when their energy was highest and they lived in that house but it's like when they like their energy was really strong enough to like imprint the area around them that's what i've researched and like that's what i find the most interesting but i think i'm actually inclined to believe most things to do with the supernatural aliens cryptids ghosts i think it's like it's really sick and i i just would like to believe that there's more going on than just like capitalist bullshit and working all the time i would like to believe demons are coming across something you know like did you say capitalist bullshit and twerking i <sighs> twerking is a purely capitalist motion <laughs> you know what i think the, aliens can the sale and consumption of the female body in media yeah twerking is capitalist i'm on board i don't i don't want uh lily's critique of my stance on whether or not ghosts are real to bleed over to Lily's critique on whether or not I'm a capitalist because I think everyone in this tiny feet stench room can agree we're all anti-capitalists. Capitalism fucking sucks. I'm anti-capitalist, but I'm uh, pro-ghosts twerking. I'm absolutely pro-ghosts Yeah, can we talk about that for about three hours, actually? Mm, As long... Look, look, as long as... They are the ones feeling in control of their bodies. That's yeah. all yeah. that matters. They yeah. shouldn't be feeling like they're performing for anyone, okay? Well, let's That's say, Lily, hypothetically, so from our last hypothetical, from when I match with the alien, <laughs> let's say later that night, you're sitting in bed, obviously you're yeah. a bit upset, you <laughs> get a video message, and you, it's an unknown number, and it's the xenomorph twerking. It's a xenomorph twerking. It's a xenomorph twerking. Uh, Xenomorph? I've got a really interesting question. Yes. Xenomorph got cake? Oh, Xenomorph's got cake. Xenomorph got cake? Absolutely. There's no way that arse don't shake. Have you looked at one? Have you watched that movie? I watched... Yeah, and uh, all of it is solid skeletal exoskeleton, except for its arse. So I I watched Covenant the other day, and this is not a joke. Yeah, and isn't that the hottest movie ever? Well, it's got two Michael Fassbenders, so yes... Um, <laughs> never got a good and viewer. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Viewer, this is an audio format. Dumb <laughs> uh, listener, please correct me if I'm wrong. Xenomorph got cake in Alien Covenant. That's a question. Anyway, mm. Lily's got a story to tell us. Charlie and I don't know whether or not this is a purposefully fictional or purposefully non-fictional story. Take it away, Lily. Okay. This story happened to a woman, let's call her Wendy for the sake of not doxing people, who worked as the concierge slash receptionist at Papakura Motel in New Zealand. Her office hours were from 8am to 10pm, Monday to Friday, as another woman worked on weekends. 
every night after locking up, she would walk home as she only lived a 20 minute walk away from her house. This routine suited her and became even better when she realized she could get home even quicker by cutting across a small lane and then going down Huxley Road to get home, cutting five minutes off her total time. The first few weeks with her new route went by without incidents until a particularly cold August night when something changed. It had been a normal work shift until a male customer had berated and verbally abused her for not having stocked mini milks in the motel room fridge. Although nothing had come of this and the man had gotten what he wanted in the end without further screaming, Wendy was shaken and felt for the first time quite vulnerable she walked home that night. It had what, a the, what the fuck is a mini milk? You don't know what a mini milk is? Is that like a little... It's a tiny little containers of milk that you put in your tea. It's quite literally motel. what the title says, which is it's, it's a mini milk. If it's a mini allow... container of milk. So if you'll allow me, when I was working at McDonald's Enfield, don't dox me. <laughs> When, I, when you were working at McDonald's, Redacted. big bleep. Big beep. They had something called UHT milk, which I think is the mini milk. It's just a tiny... It sounds yeah, poisonous. Half an, tiny, half an egg size. Tiny, cam, cam, yeah, 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 yeah. And they called it UHT milk. Uh, UHT milk, what does that stand for? I don't know. UHT? When, when, when I was 16 and working at McDonald's at Enfield, you don't have to blip that. It's fine. They don't know when I was... 16 work. You're going to go to McDonald's Enfield and everyone's um, going to be there. Just bleep Enfield every time. I was friends with one of the managers and, and I had access to the labelling machine and I thought, UHT, I wonder what that stands for. And then I printed out a label that said ultra hyper-terrorist milk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought was pretty good. Edgelord bow. That was on my Snapchat, if any of you listener was on my Snapchat. 12 fucking years ago. They definitely were. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, yeah. I'm just going to um, I'm gonna send out an email of uh, Bo's Snapchat username right now. Send out his yep. address and uh, date of birth too. His last yep. name, his family members. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Yeah. We'll send Social that out every episode. Yeah. The small village that my, uh, my Croatian relatives are from. Slavic relatives. <laughs> okay, I'm getting, I'm getting back to it. Okay. Yep. Although nothing had come of this, and the man had gotten what he wanted in the end without further screaming, Wendy was shaken and felt for the first time quite vulnerable she walked home that night. It had her scanning every shadow or movement as she went. Only at Huxley Street, at number 32, did something finally catch her gaze that was more than just a trick of the moonlight. In the top story window, there was a face, white as bone, watching her. She was so shocked to see him, she stopped dead in her tracks, heart lurching. The face doesn't move, just kept watching, and as she looks back, she feels herself being drawn towards the house. She waves, but the owner of the face doesn't wave back. Terrified, she hurries the rest of the way home. The next work night, she avoids Huxley Road and the night after, but the night after that, she has to stay late filing some paperwork and decides she wants to get home as quickly as possible. She assumes she was imagining what she saw that night because she was upset and takes the shortcut again. Again, at number 32, she sees the face, but this time on the ground floor, at the window by the front door. Even from across the road, she can see now that the face belongs to an old man, hunched forward to peer at her. Scared but determined not to let the watching figure phase her, she waves. The man doesn't wave. Doesn't react. Just continues to stare at her with hungry eyes that seem to pull her in. She even starts to step off the curb and onto the road towards the house when she realised what she was doing and flees again, sprinting all the way home and unable to even sleep for fear that she would still, he would still somehow be watching her, her skin crawling. 
The next day at work is horrible since she's very tired from not sleeping and she becomes angry. Sure, she's ruined her day based off her fear of an unfriendly old man. That night she takes the Huxley Road route again and as she approaches in the dark she starts to shake as she sees the man is no longer in his house but at his garden gate, his gnarled hand on the latch as if he means to pull it open. He's getting closer and closer and she goes to scream until she realises he's not moving. It's her that's approaching him, crossing the road and walking up to the gate as if her legs no longer belong to her. Oh my god, I got a voice bubble. Sorry, this story scares me so much. Um, he's getting closer and closer, and she goes to scream until he realizes she's not move. Until she realizes he's not moving, it's her that's approaching him, crossing the road and walking up to the gate as if her legs no longer belong to her. She cannot scream or even speak as she arrives at the gate, only about a foot from his face, which is covered in insect bites and maggot holes. His hungry eyes are not present, only gaping rotten holes that burn into her own vision. The gate latch clicks open and the sound is finally enough to snap her body into action and she runs. She turns and runs, screaming into the night, never looking back the whole way. The next morning on her day off, she calls a friend and tells them the story. The friend is confused and says they will show them Huxley Avenue on, at midday so that they can put to rest the, her fear together. When they arrive, Wendy is disturbed to find there is no house at 32 Huxley Road, only an empty plot of land overgrown with long grass. All that stands on the property is the picket fence and garden gate. It's latch open. That's pretty good. I That's like pretty that. scary. I like that story. I'm, I'm creeped out by that. Definitely. Definitely creeped the, out. The cre- no, no, genuine. Uh, that's spooky. I'm not, being, I'm not being a fuckhead here. It creeped me out when I heard I'm that. I was like... <laughs> almost always being a fuckhead here. So Almost always. This is the almost part. Wow. And the thing that scares me most about that story is it's got a good mix of, you know, the creepy imagery, the paranormal, and also we all know the horror of being screamed at by a fucker customer. What did you think of the story? Thoughts, uh, comments on the story? I, and I hate to stick to my, I don't believe in things. I don't think that it's real. I think that it's a fiction because it's got too many very good tropes. And a few of those tropes can be seen in Stephen King novels. Um, Stephen King does a short story about a, I believe it's a Polaroid camera that's cursed. And every time someone takes a photo of it, it's a, it's a white fence. And then a dog eventually in every subsequent photo comes towards it and eventually jumps and kills the person. And it's, let me get, tell you, listener, put this right <laughs> close. Grab, grabbing the listener by the collar. Imagine that I'm the grabbing scene. you by the scruff of the neck. Put this right into your eardrums. It's such a good fucking story. And it's such a good fucking Stephen King novel. Short story. I, I can't believe that this is true. Because it's got similar shades, but it's just, in my mind, slightly worse. Just so everyone so knows, really. while Bo was saying that, he grabbed me by my I shirt. I did. Yeah. Looked me right in the eyes mm. and demanded... I, I cut this, but he demanded I put spooky mm. music over it. The only reason that this is still in is because I, after I did that, I gave uh, Charlie a, a small kiss on the forehead. I did forgive him for that reason. I I feel like halfway through, I started believing it. I feel like this story... It's because you're a dumb cunt. It's because I'm fucking stupid. And I'm a stupid moron. I'm not funny. I'm not cool. I'm a bit ugly. And I smell. And you're 5'11". I... <laughs> oh, I'm just a little goblin. I'd like to announce my retirement from the podcast. Because I'm not doing this anymore. I am this six podcast, foot. Go this to podcast th- is Charlie's idea. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually six foot two. I've, I've got a fucking uh, two inches on Charlie. He'll never forget. He'll Lily never forget. is 
two foot four. The funniest, the funniest part of this podcast is that Charlie keeps insisting that he's six foot, which I believe he is. Lily actually is six two, and I was born out of the mud like an urukai. <laughs> <laughs> That's the and next step a, of human a, evolution. You can actually look up the birth video on YouTube, and it was sick. It's sick. Oh, it's fucking, but sick yeah, in a cool right. way. See, it's, that, it's that's also gross. That scene oh, from that scene from Lord of the Rings is the only part that they didn't film. They just got your. They went to Bo's parents and were like, yeah. "Hey, do you got the?" That's the only footage of me where I'm not totally blurred <laughs> out and it's, impossible to it, uh, notice. That's it's right. It's sad you were that just your born. first words though were when they asked you who do you serve and you said Saruman. Like what? that's a sad first I word because he was a made cute. up character. They it's had tricked great. you as a baby that he was real. It's not great. I've done a lot of growing. Mm. You I'm got so over. Proud of you. you got over the whole man flesh period. I don't currently serve Saruman, but you could. We we you've dipped back a little bit every now and then. Well, We're a bit worried about you. Um, hey hey, toxic relationships are the most addictive. Mm. Yeah, ain't okay. that ain't that right? Okay, Charlie was in the middle of talking Charlie about his reaction to the story. I I think the thing that makes this real for me is just. Not so much the amount of detail, but how real the world of New Zealand that Lily painted for us. Because that's a fictional place, am I right? That's not real. New Zealand is fake. <laughs> New Zealand, yeah. yeah New doing, Zealand yeah. doesn't exist. And Lily really made me think <laughs> that was a real place for a while. But it's just, it's, I feel like that that story is, I feel like someone might listen to this story and actually think like I've experienced, maybe not the last part. I know, I know a lot of people who've had very creepy retail stories and it just, it rung a bit true in that sense. And so about halfway through, I thought to myself, all right, I think I believe this. And then, yeah, towards the end, it gets a bit theatrical, but still in that middle part, I couldn't shake the feeling like, oh, if someone told me this, I think it could possibly be real. You know what? God, if I talked about the amount of shit I imagined after a stressful day of retail where a customer yelled at me, you'd probably all think I'm insane as well. I, Whoever this is, if you're real, I'm with you. If you're not real, um, I'm kicking Lily off the podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm about I'm... to do two shots of wow. fucking Slavic juice. Nice. So, Bo, you don't think... You just don't believe... You don't a, buy this. I think this is a good piece of fiction. I... I enjoy the story. I don't think that someone experienced it and then wrote it down. And you see, the thing... Because I'm in the middle now, because the thing that got me is about about halfway, like maybe three quarters through the story, Lily was like, this story always creeps me out. No, I think think it could have been a double bluff. Mm. Regardless of whether or not it was a double bluff, I don't believe this story is a purposeful fact. I think it's a fiction. I and think it's purposeful fiction. I think someone wrote it and thought it was good, thought it would play on the nerves of people who've worked in retail, which is everyone. Yeah, poor true. Shit. <laughs> true. That is, it is, it is. It's the relatable content in it. That yeah. You, yeah. Big, and just yeah. as a side note, whoever, big audience if, whoever did write this, if you did experience it, sorry for shitting on you. <laughs> That's it. That's all I've got. Bo has Bo had a personal relationship with this person. They were into some very interesting things. Yeah, they told and me, and I went, "Fuck you! I don't care about your fucking stupid bullshit." Anyway, I think it's a no. I don't think it's real. I think it's a purposeful fiction, which I enjoy as a piece of fiction, uh, but I don't think it was real. So you enjoyed it. 
It's not about enjoyment, boys. It's about true or false. So we got a false over here. What do we got over here? I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my guns. I'm gonna say it's. I'm gonna say it's true. Lily, tell us. I made it up in Coles today uh, while perusing the Canadian clubs. <laughs> let, me pour, let me pour a glass uh, of schlipper. The flavour of New Zealand in there is because my family originally came from there, Papakura to be exact, uh, but it is so fucking made up. It's actually based on a nightmare I used to have where I used to get pulled towards a house that I knew was evil. And I'm really sorry, Charlie. And he's looking at me so, with so much venom that I'm terrified right now. <laughs> Charlie, um, with my very sunburnt lobster face as well, I'm just um, looking at you. Like, edit, so editor sorry. Charlie, if you can listen to me for a second, can you put, while I was pouring there, can you put comically loud and voluminous um, water pouring sounds? Just yeah. to give everyone an idea of how much. Do I have to have it's... one because you guessed it right though? Like, nah, fuck okay, it. cool. I, I actually think that's a good oh, idea. If okay, Lily yeah, has you one should as well. Oh, yeah, okay. Lily has to have so one. Hold this. Don't um, don't drink I, it yet. I the two knew. I knew Bo wouldn't believe it because Bo is so honed and sharp when it comes to ghost stories. Like he, I have tell a trope from a mile away. He sniffs it out, and I was like, "There's so many tropes in this. He's gonna fucking like just gun <laughs> on it." I like, have ingested so much ghost media in my time. I used to read fucking Stephen King all the fucking time. I've watched all of the Nukes top five ghost stories. Uh, yeah, no, it's bad, dude. You're Sorry, not gonna like it. I, I just, I you just had a, a sniff of it. Everyone, I had a big whiff. I've never drunk this before. I'm very angry at Lily. She's not my friend anymore. Oh. I don't want to look at her. Oh, no, no. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. You know what the best part is? What's the best part? There is no motel in Papakura. It's a purely rural <laughs> town. Adding insult <laughs> to injury. Just making me look more <laughs> stupid. I'm I'm the clown in this scenario that doesn't have to drink Schlepovitz. Thank oh. God. Um, I'm going to say... I can't wait to spew on Bo's floor. Yeah, please. We don't. are both going to vomit in- immediately. All right, uh, fucking cheers. Good luck to you. Cheers. Cheers, cunts. Don't, right. let it, don't let it touch your lips or tongue. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> he said, don't let it touch your vulvas. Is that is that real? Are you being real right Good now? Oh, wait, wait. Did he say lips or tongue? I thought he, he said, said lips, lips or tongue. And I thought lips or tongue was it. No, don't let, the, for... don't let the schlubovitz touch your lips or tongue because it'll okay. burn. Ready? Three, two, two one. one. <laughs> oh, my fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Wow, I the two of them. While the two of them are incapacitated. Oh, you piece of shit. I'd like to mention, I actually quite enjoy uh, Schlimmer with Yeah, Lachia. you quit. Fuck you. I love the Slavic people. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I love how your eyes turn down at the hey, end. Hey, all right. <laughs> fucking watch it. Okay. Uh, and now it's my turn. Because after the decision's oh. been made, and the two of them are currently recovered from their Schlimmer You, you um, you're... Yeah, oh, dude. Bo, you suck. Yeah. You just, you're, oh, fuck me. Plum brandy, baby. Oh, uh, I'm right, going to read out, it. I'm going to read out a creepypasta. And Sorry. this was submitted. Here, come. That I'm all out of Canadian clubs, so I can't even wash it down. Well, the podcast will be done in two minutes. <laughs> you are too good to be. Um, this it's was, apology. this was a real creepypasta, wink, submitted to the uh, highly reputable website of 4chan. And whenever I say your, imagine it's a variation of just the letters you are and why you are. I can get behind that. I like it. I like it. I'm going to read it as it is. Uh, So you're with your honey and you're making out when the phone rings. 
Stop. 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 <laughs> Give it, me a second. <laughs> I did Riggins. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> just, just, okay. give, just give me like three seconds. Yep. One. Please proceed with your reading, Bo. Do you need some more Schlewitz? I, I, Mate, I, I need... think you need some fucking Schlewitz. <laughs> I can feel I'll so warm all yeah. throughout my oh, digestive say that. track. That's there till you die. I need some Schlewitz. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to start again. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So you're with your honey and you're making out when the phone rings. You answer it and the voice is... <laughs> <laughs> it's voice, but spelled it correctly. The voice? Uh, the voice is, what are you doing with my daughter? You then tell your girl and she say, my dad is dead. Then who was phoned? <laughs> Uh, who phoned was toxic masculinity. Man, Ladies and gentlemen, phoned? we got him. It was toxic masculinity. Like, yeah. My dad is dead. My dad is dead. <laughs> then who was phoned? Anyway, um, I'm going to say, what are the origins of this creepypasta? Is it, when was it posted? Um, I already interested. said it was posted on 4chan, so thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah, but what so date? So it's real. What's date? Um... It says it was posted on the Paranormal Board, which is X. That's a good on date. The, on March 28th, 2008. Okay, you it's, know who it is? It's, you know who one it is? Of, it's genuinely one of my favourite creepypastas. Apart from the one where someone's a Navy SEAL. I love that. It's so <laughs> good. And one of these days I'm going to read it out. But then Who Was Phone became a huge meme. Who Was Phone? Then <laughs> yada, yada, yada. It's fucking great. It's Everyone's going to remember. Is Sonic.exe a creepypasta or yes. is that a creepy YouTube yeah. video? Oh, Same with Bart is dead. Creepypasta yeah. is a state of mind, man. So it's a, like a, it's oh. a nice sort of cross-platform. It's a it's a multimedia. It's, it's a multimedia multimedia experience. Experience. For a crop. The slivers just hit. It's yeah. absolutely hit. I'm going to say right it's fucking now. Good though, hey. Off my head on the plum brandy. Um the Slavs had it right. Anyway, that creepypasta is, is, and I, w- I want to say this with the gravity of what I'm saying. Like, you have to feel it, okay? That creepypasta, 2008, yeah. is the first internet shitpost. Absolutely love it. Hats off to whoever did it. Love you. Love you. I would love it for people to send in pre-2008 shitposts. Not yes. to prove Lily wrong, just so we can revel in how... Innocent and beautiful pre two thousand eight internet was. Well, this is post two thousand and eight. Everyone was just saying who was phone, and then nine eleven happened. I was going to say we're never going to get pre two thousand and ten internet content like we did. I feel like we really took that for granted. Like there is some shit that came out that was just absolute gold. You know why? Because self awareness on the net did not yet exist, and we were not aware of our footprint. And now everyone's too aware of our footprint, and we've got fucking influencers coming in, going, "Buy my gummies, buy my vitamin gummies." Fuck off, cunt. Post some bullshit on 4chan again. I don't know. Fucking Reddit your shit up. Well, this is the other thing as well, right? It's like Blair Witch Project came out. People thought that was real. Mm. People thought Blair Witch was real. Mm. If you actually. <laughs> The Schlippowitz comes for us all is the problem. Blairwitch! Fuck both of you! Blairwitch! Is there a war going Is there a war going on? We've got to wrap this up. I'm trying so hard. I'm trying so hard.
I've got really got to piss. I'm trying so hard. I'm trying so hard. People thought Blair Witch was real. <laughs> People thought Blair Witch was real. Uh, Charlie's no, inconsolable. I People just thought spat, Blair Witch I just was spat real. Everywhere. People thought Blair Witch was real. Yeah. If you actually upload, say you got kidnapped, Bo. I can't wait. It's gonna happen. Yeah. I'm coming for you. I keep doxing myself, hoping it'll happen. Oh, it's gonna. I, I'm. I'm. I've got a whole plan. Mm-hmm. Say I kidnap you and I upload. I upload that. People are gonna think that's fake. Yeah. No yeah. one's gonna. But I could upload footage of me kidnapping Bo. Yeah. And people will think that's fake. Back in 2004, you could upload a fan film of you just going in the woods filming some creepy witch in the woods. People would think that that was real. Mm. You could upload real criminal footage these days, and people will say, "No, nah, that's fake. Look at this." It's and we lot- were never gonna get. We're never gonna get that authenticity again. It's a lot no. harder to do that kind of. Uh, grassroots visual horror now because we've done it for so long the interest of Blair Witch at the time was that before Blair Witch cinema and I mean this truly I did a fucking uni piece on it before Blair Witch cinema hadn't outright lied to its audience with title on screen characters could lie but title on screen meant it was fact it was always when it was like Mm. oh this is based on a true story and they said this footage was found from amateur filmmakers, right? It had never been done before that the audience was explicitly lied to from the start. And that is why Blair Witch is so groundbreaking because mm. other than that, what the fuck is it? It's like, it's a good film, but it's not It's not groundbreaking. It's because the lie had never been done before. Mm. And fun fact, my dad, back when Blockbuster existed in Australia... My dad got the three-day new release rental cover from Blockbuster that didn't have the real cover, it just had the three-day written on it. And he said to my mum, oh, this is a documentary. They say it's really sick, <laughs> like it's really cool. And he showed it to my mum and my mum was terrified beyond belief because she does not like horror film at all. She cannot watch even a whiff of horror without dying. So she watched this and was like absolutely, like her brains were blown out. And the next morning she goes to open the front door and there is a pile of sticks on the doorstep. I fucking Just like the Blair Witch. And she fucking loses it. She locks the door. She locks every window. She's terrified. But it's freezing. It's the middle of winter in Australia and we can't deal with any cold. So she goes, goes down, pregnant by the way, pregnant with my brother, Goes down to the wood pile to get some wood. And he's fucking left another one. My dad did not one pile of sticks, but two piles of sticks. And my mum always miscarried my brother from fear that the Blair Witch was following her from watching her film. (laughs) And she took it. She took the DVD back to Blockbuster in the suburb that it was in, which is two suburbs away. So it was a big deal. (laughs) And she brandished it in front of them and said, is this real? Is this real? And they had to go, oh, no, no, it's just a horror film. We're so sorry. And she should have divorced my dad that day, but it took another 10 years anyway. Fun I was going to say, <laughs> well, my mum my thought it was real as well. She, she told me about how she watched it in the cinema and all of her friends thought it was real. That's fucked. If That's scary. We would never, never believe again. We would never believe the same way we're again. We're never going to get if that. If Lily's mum wasn't pregnant and also... Um, her mum and her father were still in a relationship. That would be very funny. <laughs> but hindsight's twenty twenty. 
knowing that she was A, pregnant, and also the two of them were destined to get a divorce, less funny. <laughs> yeah, look, 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 look. We all, we all love like the whole, oh, I hate my wife, I'm going to scare her to death, but it turns out that's bad. Love your wife, yeah. don't scare her. Favourite boomer humour is, I hate my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's my least favourite, actually. Oh, no. I like it even less than greeny suck, the trees need to go. Nice, got him. <laughs> and that's the lesson that we want to leave with you yep. here today after listening to this Fog podcast is mm. love your wife. In the Borat voice, my wife. Yep. We can my all wife, agree. save maybe, the trees. Maybe yeah. trees are good. Maybe trees are pretty good. Trees and good, also, air, love if, wife. If you've been drinking along with us, oh God. sorry. And also, get the bits out of your house because it's just no good. No, None don't do that. It's so good. I've <laughs> nev- I haven't felt this happy <laughs> nah. since New Year's. Lily's Last been. time Bo gave me a shot of this shit. I haven't felt happiness. Now I'm on it again. Lily's been taking over. I'm a I'm little back, baby. I'm a little bit worried about how um about how no, you this got is it, a good this is yeah, a good example it. of that. <laughs> how it's gonna affect the podcast. How coherent my speech might yeah, nice. be. Alright. So we've had a great time this afternoon. Uh and I'd just like to end it here by saying Schlivovitz is fine in extreme moderation. Don't have more than a milliliter at a time. This has been Friends of Ghost. My name's Bo. This is Charlie. <sighs> Thanks for listening, everyone. And here's the slip of its sigh. <sighs> Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We really much appreciate you <laughs> listening. We can't wait to talk to you again next week. Play you out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>